bonus brought it to him. Hey everybody and welcome to All Pacers, a podcast for Pacers fans by Pacers fans. As always, this is Jeremy. Well, not as always. Yeah. As sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, but going forward, always. Yep. And I'm Jack. And that's Jack. Thanks I, for, it I'm, wasn't important. <laughs> I got the important name out there. Well, I was, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> How's it going today, Jack? Good. It's uh, good to have you back, man. I, I Thank you. held down the fort, did the hosting duties last week, maybe mm-hmm. the week before. I can't remember how many podcasts we've put out since you've been here i think just last week okay yeah so me and austin talked pacers last week and it was riveting if you haven't listened to it yet go download you don't have to listen we just ask that you download well it's it's the off season for us too you went on vacation yeah i've been working breezy's doing his thing you have a new job jeremy i do yeah you're um pushing papers sort of yeah not really i don't i don't do a lot of pushing okay (laughs) more pooling uh yeah you pull papers pull papers yeah i'm the paper puller (laughs) well i gotta say man that job sounds awesome yeah it's great you know i i box things up and (laughs) talk to ups guys dude that's the life i don't work at ups i wouldn't i wouldn't do that to myself but you could get free college tuition in the area correct yeah but at what cost jack I don't know. I can't imagine people actually go through with that. What what is it? It's in at Louisville University of Louisville, and at uh, I think it's all local colleges. Okay, if you go work there, you can get your tuition paid for. How many people do you think finish the program? I it can't be that many. It can't be right. I'm sure there are a few. One of my friends from high school tried to do it. I think he lasted a year. Okay, because it's just he he had to work nights. It's terrible. Yeah, I don't know why. It has to be terrible, But good for you if you can do it. We root for you. We can't all be blue-collar... No, not blue-collar. White-collar workers like you, Jeremy. Exactly. Today, my collar was green, actually. (laughs) So, I'm not sure (laughs) what we do with that. (laughs) Are you ready for a stat? Yeah. Oh, you're doing the stat of the day? I'm back with a stat. Yeah, which means Austin isn't here today. It does. Oh, it does mean that. We didn't mention that. Yeah. Don't um, know where he is. I hope he's okay. If anyone sees Austin... Uh, just let us know if he's doing all right. Yeah. Just if you put in an order for him to fill, just include a question. Hey, are you all right? Yeah. And we'll, s- we won't say where he works cause he's very private, but yeah, if, if you can just put orders in at every grocery store slash slash retail, retail. <laughs> in the new Albany, Indiana area and with question that says, are you okay? Yeah. That, that would be great. You'd be doing us a huge favor. Yeah. But here's the stat today. As everyone knows, we, or maybe you don't know this, but when we come up with our stat, our favorite thing to do is just pop open our good friends, basketballreference.com. Check out the front page, see who's there. Emphasis on good friend. Good friend. Not great friend. Yeah, not great friend. Because they have that paywall we don't love. Yeah, take down that paywall and then we can talk about being best friends. <laughs> <laughs> but we open that up today. TJ Warren is on the front page and you know what that means. Everybody knew this was coming as soon as I said T.J. Warren. Okay. You know he had a 53-point game. What a game from T.J. Warren that game. Amazing. Man. Do you have the stats? I do. 53 points, four rebounds, three assists. The most shocking part, 69% shooting, 20 of 29 from the field. Incredible shooting game. His uh, Compare that to Tobias Harris on the other side who only hit 12 of his 29 shots. And there, there's the difference for you there. So, but rem- this is an incredible game. It was an afternoon game, which was strange, but uh, it was yeah fun to watch. In the bubble. In the bubble. Was Ben Simmons playing? He was. He uh, he didn't take a three, 
no shocker there. <laughs> he had 19 points. He he was 8 of 14, 50% from the free throw line. Okay. Uh, and some people might forget this, but Joel Embiid, 41-point game. It was a hu- right. huge night for him, Tw- 21 rebounds as well. Yeah, it was. Uh, it just ended up being that TJ Warren was better that night. Yeah, he just it came down hitting. to the very end. Yeah. Um, shout out Ben Simmons allowing TJ Warren to drop 53 on him. <laughs> I I do want to say I I love Ben Simmons, and if the Pacers could trade for him, which I think they could, then I think they should. I'm still so high on Ben Simmons. Just get rid. Look, you can work out the kinks and teach him to, uh, like attempt layups when he gets under the basket. I feel like you can teach him that, you know. Well, it's not. It's it's a confidence thing for him. Yeah. Like, being wide open under the basket. If you don't know the play we're talking about, it was in the in the playoffs. He, there was a moment where he was wide open under the basket. All he had to do was go up. He could have dunked it, but he passed out of it. So like, that's a confidence thing. It's just building confidence, and I think a new location is going to do a lot for him to help him out. For sure. And, I mean, even if you look at the Giannis piece, I'm sure everyone's seen this comparison, but Giannis can't really shoot free throws. He did in the game-clinching yeah. NBA Finals. Well, it was 17 for 17 or something yeah, like that. Pull that out of nowhere. Yeah, amazing. But he goes in. He does – him like, I mean, he just is who he is. He doesn't feel any shame if he misses free throws, and mm-hmm. he just moves on with life. If Ben Simmons can just figure that out and stop trying to be cool, then I really think, you know. I don't know if he's trying to be cool. I don't know, man. I I don't know. Here's here's how we'll know. We, we need to get a hold of him and find out and ask him. Just ask him. Be like, hey, why don't you shoot free throws underhanded? <laughs> and then if, if he says no, that's when we're like, oh, you just want to look cool. <laughs> that's how we figure that out uh ollie from hoosiers i will say was not cool and he shot underhand free throws hey it works better it does there you go that's, hey, thanks for the side of the day the side of the day uh last week i told austin before the podcast that it was demonis sabonis's birthday to do a stat of the day on that it actually wasn't his birthday so demonis if you're listening we apologize um it was just left-handers day Last week oh. when we did the podcast. So I, I got confused on the Pacers Instagram post. I didn't read it. I just saw a picture of Demonis <laughs> Sabonis and it was like a congratulations post. So I assumed. So you you did the leap from congratulations Demonis Sabonis to happy birthday Demonis it was Sabonis. Ba- it was something like, hey, let's celebrate our uh, blah, 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 whatever. And I didn't read it. But I went back later and said, let's celebrate our favorite left-hander today on Left-Handers Day. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Well, that makes it a little bit better. It yeah. Was, at least it wasn't congratulations. Well, I saw Let's Celebrate. I don't have time to read all that stuff, you know? Right. I mean, a whole sentence. Yeah. So What's, What is that? What is I, I mean, you get it. You're you're a paper pusher as well, just like me. I, I didn't have time. I had to get back to pushing papers. Exactly. Yep. You want to get into some news? Let's do it. So um, we've talked about it a lot recently. A lot of this news, me and Austin, but uh, we're going to go in depth now with you, Jeremy. Yeah. If that works. Yeah, and I mean, it's a crazy move. Messi to PSG. Okay. <laughs> no one saw it coming. I, I mean, cu- leading up to it, all the reports of the Barcelona financials and everything, that is out of this world, but it was shocking. He's going to PSG or Manchester City, right? And it, it just made sense. Yeah, well, I mean. I'm he, guessing Man City because I saw Ronaldo's going to go to Man City no, now. Messi is going to PSG. I know. I, I saw that, but yeah. 
Ronaldo's going to Man City, correct? Yeah, as long as Juventus needs, they want a transfer fee, so they they got they if they get that hammered out, then he'll be on the move. And uh, Kylian Mbappe working on trying to get moved to Real Madrid. Yeah, didn't want to be overshadowed. It seems at PSG by Messi, so oh. he's getting out of there. Okay, so lots of lots of shakeup. The biggest news of all, though, Romelu Lukaku back at Chelsea, and let me tell you what—you're a Chelsea fan, right? He scored a great goal last weekend, and I'm very excited to right have on. him back. Yeah. Are you more of a Chelsea fan or a Christian Pulisic, Pulisic fan? Uh, Chelsea fan. Okay. I've been a Chelsea fan forever, so. Gotcha. Well, you're a USA soccer fan, correct? I am. Because they they just announced their World Cup qualifying roster today. He's there. He better not play. Really? <laughs> he gets hurt so easy. Oh. <laughs> I don't want him to get hurt. Remember Stuart Holden? A while yeah. ago from USA, mm-hmm. always got hurt. Similar, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, ex- I'm excited for soccer. I know this isn't a soccer podcast, but maybe it should be. Yeah, all that soccer. That's what we're <laughs> doing here. Might as well transition. Um, let's. Do you got any Pacers news, though? I mean, there's all sorts of Pacers news. What? What? You know what you talked about last week, so just throw some stuff at me. Yeah, I'll, let's let's recap. We'll get your take. I'll catch what I like and chew it up and spit it back at you. Okay. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> so... Um, when I texted you the rundown, I said off-season recap. Not sure what Jeremy missed, so I'm just being generic here. Well, as you as we just discussed, it was over one full sentence, so I didn't read it. <laughs> so okay, <laughs> first one. Uh, let's. I'm just going to go out of order because it doesn't make sense the order that I did it in. Uh, let's talk signings. We got we re-signed T.J. McConnell. Great, great signing. We lost Doug McDermott, who got a three-year, forty-two million, something yeah. like that. We expected that. Yep. Um, and we got... Actually, I'll just go out and say it. We, we called it. So. We did. Yep. Uh, we also got Tory Craig to a two-year, $10 million deal, roughly. The details came out today. It's it's a lot different than $5 million a year. It's yeah. like $4.165 million, mm-hmm. and then next year it's whatever that plus <laughs> that number yeah. to 10, whatever. Great signing, by the way. You like that? Fantastic okay. signing. Okay, yeah. and that was it. I mean, we... we can talk more about like Kiefer Sykes and Dwayne Washington, but we'll get there in a minute. Yeah, I mean, let's just say quiet so far as yep. far as the moves. It's expected that they're going to be doing more. Uh, Jay Michael, who I don't know if you know this, but he's leaving Indy Star. Is he going to join us? Uh, yeah. Well, I guess we can break it right now. Yeah. He will be joining a newspaper in Orlando. Oh. So not us. Okay. Why would he do that? I don't know. But they're... they're it, for anyone who doesn't know who Jay Michael is, he's like maybe the only like insider for like behind the scenes Pacer stuff that we have right now. Yeah. So hopefully Indy Star gets someone new in there who can do uh, as good of a job at finding out stories and getting behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, he's hit or miss. So uh, you say that. <laughs> <laughs> you just disagree with him. <laughs> um, then we did the draft. Well, hang hang on. Oh. I, I said that to say that he expects. Uh, moves uh, some trades possibly to be made and some more roster shakeup coming. Yeah, um, Jeremy Lamb being one of them, which we'll talk about in a bit more yeah. too. Um, and he's moving to Orlando. Does he know an inside scoop? Maybe Terrence Ross to Indiana. Oh, you think he's like an inside man? Yeah, I think he's a spy. You think he got hired by a new newspaper <laughs> to try and filter players from the Magic to the Pacers? He's, he is now the pipeline from Orlando <laughs> to Indy yeah. as, as it relates to NBA players. Yes, it, that's probably what it is. Um, let's move on to the NBA draft, Jeremy, which we didn't watch together and we texted about probably. Mm-hmm. 
But the Pacers had a series of moves. So we, we first of all, we started with the, what, 13th, 54th, and 60th pick. Yep. We quickly traded the 54th and 60th for the 31st. Yep. No. Yeah, for the 31st, which is wild in itself. And then we traded the 31st and Aaron Holiday for the 23rd pick and the rights, which was the rights to Isaiah Jackson. Yeah. But uh, let's start with 13th. I guess I just gave all that away. <laughs> what, let's just, what What do you think about the Isaiah Jackson draft draft pick? Uh, I like it. Like, it's not super exciting. Um, I think he could be Miles Turner eventually. He showed that in some of the summer league games with his uh, defensive ability. So, I mean, he's got to improve his shot, obviously, but for a guy who's going to sit at the back of the bench and try and grow, I think he, I think he'll fit in nicely. Me and Austin were trying to figure out the comparisons for him last week. Mm-hmm. We settled on, I think, collectively, we settled on Nerlens Noel. Yeah. So a, a rim runner who doesn't really have any post moves and doesn't shoot from far away either, but is also a defensive stopper on the other end. Yeah, I mean, here's how you got to look at it. You can you can have Isaiah Jackson or you can have another year of Jakar Sampson. Which one are you going to take? Well, I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up. Only, may- literally only for you. <laughs> no, I'd much rather have a 19-year-old yeah, Isaiah Jackson. 100%. And if you look at it from that Who went through the Kentucky program. Yeah, look at it from that viewpoint. Don't look at it in a bubble. Like, it's an upgrade at a uh, uh, as a roster spot. So and no, no disrespect to Jakar Sampson either. Slight disrespect to Jakar Sampson. <laughs> okay, but before this Isaiah Jackson pick, which was... I, I wrote down 22. I thought it was a 23rd pick. Maybe it was 22. We got Chris Duarte from Oregon at 13th. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on that? Uh, I liked the pick. In the moment, did you like the pick? In the moment, I liked it. Oh. There were some other guys, obviously, that I also would have liked, but like... He, you, you love Modus, Moses Moody. I, I was big on Moses Moody. Yeah. Um, but after watching him in the summer league um i mean i'm very excited oh yeah um so many buzzer beaters and a defensive stopper yeah it's unreal some it's like (laughs) steals leader on the pacers blocks leader on the pacers added another guy who can block anybody in isaiah jackson and chris duarte who can also steal the ball from anybody there were multiple games with four blocks and four steals for chris duarte yeah and obviously it's the summer league so you have to temper your expectations but like Somehow the Pacers are have the possibility of turning around one of their worst defensive seasons in a really long time into one of the best ones if they can maximize all these players' abilities. Yeah, and when you're drafting at that kind of range too, like that 10 to 18 range, yeah. what you really should be looking for are 3 and D players. And it looks like Chris Duarte is going to be a 3 and D player for a long time potentially. So yeah. I'm excited about it. I'm not going to lie in the moment because a lot of people – uh, have been calling out people who have said they like Chris Duarte. It's like, yeah, in the moment I wanted Moses Moody. I hated that we drafted a 24-year-old. Right. But when you watch, well, when you learn more about him and you watch him play, he, first of all, fits in the timeline with the Pacers. Sabonis and Turner are both, I think, 25 at this point, maybe 24, 25. Mm-hmm. And Brogdon's, you know, reaching 30 here soon. I, I don't know his exact age. Levert's 27. I mean, when you're looking at the ages of these Pacers, Duarte kind of fits the timeline. So it shows me, I mean, we even got Rick Carlisle, who is a win-now coach. He's never going to go somewhere to rebuild. And it's showing me that they're trying to compete now, and I think they got the right guy at that pick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, coming into the offseason, that was our big question was like, are we going to rebuild or are they going to try and do it again with these same players? 
And it, it looks like they're trying to do it again, not necessarily with the same players. As we've said, there, there's most likely a trade out there still. So, And they're making moves that seem to suggest that they think they can be a lot better than they have been recently. Yeah. So uh, I'm, so, I'm stoked about it, man. I, I liked walking away from the draft. First of all, Austin, I'm guessing, is, or you could assume, loved that we got rid of Aaron Holiday. Austin <laughs> loved it. And uh, we, we walked out of there without Aaron Holiday, but we got Isaiah Jackson and Chris Duarte. I think it was a good, a, a good draft. Yeah. I Especially was, with TJ McConnell already as our backup point guard. So there was a couple, I think both the Bill Simmons podcast and the mismatch over on the, on the ringer, when they talked about the Aaron Holiday trade, talked about how much they loved Aaron Holiday and like how good he is. I was like, have you all never watched a Pacers game? <laughs> like you can, maybe they caught the couple of games he would have every month where he put up really good numbers and like he looked like he would come back and yeah. we would get excited. We're well, like, oh, it, Aaron Holiday, he's turning it around and then it would just go right back. Well, I think they just watched a couple years ago. I think Bill Simmons, first of all, because I, I actually heard the Bill Simmons podcast. I didn't hear the Ringer one. Or, I mean, the the NBA show. The mismatch. Know, the yeah. mismatch. The Bill Simmons one, he's been talking about Aaron Holiday for a few seasons now, how much he loves him. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine he watched him play this year. It must have been against the Celtics because he's a big Celtics fan a couple years ago where Aaron Holiday just had a great game. It had to have been that. Yeah. I, I don't know. Nothing against Aaron Holiday. Like, he was he, – we even said coming out of the season, he still has potential to be a good player. Just for sure. the fit's not there and, it, and the performances weren't there. Yeah, and I mean, I'll, I'll root for him the rest of his career no matter what. So I mean, he's a Laker, so I'm not going to root for him. Aaron Hall? No, no, he's a, where do you end Wizards. Up? That's right. Yeah. He, he initially went to the Lakers, that's right. And then Did he? He was part of the, the, uh, the Westbrook trade. It was all wrapped together. Oh. It ended up being like a four-team trade. Okay, At, in the moment, it was the 31st and Aaron Holiday for the Wizards 23rd pick. And then they ended up lumping it all together to make it work for the Lakers Westbrook trade. Right. Yeah. Um but yeah, hey, best of luck to him. Let's move on though. We I said Doug McDermott to the Spurs it was 3 year 42 million. Mm-hmm. Huge deal. McConnell got a 4 year 35.2 million just just to make sure I get those numbers right. And then summer league, we me and Austin recapped all the games last week, so we're not going to do that again, but Jeremy, what were some of your takeaways? Obviously, Chris Duarte, we we talked about Isaiah yeah, Jackson looked good. We mostly talked about it already. Like I liked what I saw from from the guys. You can't there's not a lot to take away from Summer League. They got out there, they got to get some experience. Um last week the big storyline for us, because the Summer League was still going on, was it was looking like it was gonna come down to Dwayne Washington versus Cassius Stanley for that last two way deal. Yep. Dwayne Washington won out. He got the two way spot. And then we got – who did we sign to the other two-way deal today? Uh, Kiefer Sykes. No, not Kiefer Sykes. De- uh, Giroux. Oh, uh, Dijon Giroux. Giroux. Yeah. Dijon Giroux. I'm never going to say that name right. But <laughs> we got him. Kiefer Sykes is on the exhibit. He's on the exhibit 10 along with Terry Taylor. Which means what? Which – exhibit 10, think of it as the Pacers signing them to the uh, Mad Ants, essentially. Yeah. So they get the the training camp spot, basically – and then if they get waived from training camp, they get $100,000, or that's what it was last year or the year before, and they're signed to the Mad Ants the rest of the season. Yep. So not a bad deal. You get some exposure to that way. And um, look, O'Shea Brissett was a Mad Ants player last year, and it worked out for him. It did. It worked out in a big so way. Not a bad deal. Uh, what I will add, too, is Cassius Stanley was offered a training camp roster spot. Mm-hmm. 
I haven't heard anything if he's accepted it or not. Well, they they rescinded the offer. They rescinded the qualifying offers, which makes him unrestricted free agent. Yeah. Uh, but then after they said we have a training camp roster spot, yeah. did, is that not true? Uh, I don't know. I hadn't seen that. Okay. So I saw it a couple times. I can't. I can't imagine he's making the team. No, he he won't make the team. I think the Pacers are more just trying to be cordial in this situation. Yeah, and I mean he should he shouldn't accept it. He should. Well, I mean, he should be finding out what else is out there for him. For sure. I mean, if that's his only option, then yeah, take it and go play for the Mavericks. Because the, ro- the roster is full and the two two ways are taken. Right. So there's nothing here for him. Right. So. And I can't imagine there's any room anywhere else in the NBA either. I'm sure you could find something. I mean, you, you can test the water, see what's out there. Maybe you want to try a new G League team, see what – just he needs to do whatever he thinks is best for him. Yeah, and finally last week, what me and Austin talked about was Lance Stevenson was holding a private workout for some teams, and the Pacers didn't attend. Are you disappointed? No. <laughs> How many times did I have to tell you that Lance Stevenson needs to stay out of the state of Indiana? Because you would ha- you would – you would explode with excitement if he was anywhere near the Pacers. What I will say is Lance Stevenson content gets a lot of clicks. <laughs> so I will talk about Lance Stevenson well, every en- year for as long as he's alive. <laughs> you enjoy your clicks. I'll enjoy <laughs> him not being on the Pacers. <laughs> I mean, if he makes the Pacers too, that's just good content. If he makes the Pacers, it means they waived a player for him, which is insane. <laughs> or they traded away, you know, like what if they do a five for one, they end up getting LeBron James and they need four more spots. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Let's get Lance. Sure. That's the only situation where it's okay. So it is okay. Potentially. <laughs> no, I take that back. Not even for <laughs> LeBron. They would have to do it for Giannis or Durant or someone who's not a hundred years old. Which we would have to probably trade our entire team for Giannis or yeah, Durant. For sure. And I would do it. <laughs> And sign Lance. I'd do it. That just sounds like a win-win-win. Why is sign Lance part of it? (laughs) The Nets are like, yeah, we'll do this deal, but you have to sign Lance Stevenson. It's um, it's just part of it, man. Oh, I didn't say. So when we signed Dejan Giroux. Giroux? Giroux. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to get it. I haven't actually heard anyone say it out loud. Oh, you're. I'm just guessing as well. I actually was going to look it up to hear someone say it before you got here, but you got here and I just didn't do it. So... We signed him to the two-way deal, which meant that Amita Brimo was waived. Fine. Jeremy, like I always say, he'll be back. <laughs> Amita Brimo always comes back. <laughs> he came back one time. Jeremy, and it's going to happen over and over again. I'll tell you that right now. Um, and then, like I said, Cassius Stanley's offer was retracted. We're into news this week now. Mm-hmm. We already did the recap for me and Austin last week. It was seamless. I, sh- I should have created a seam there to this to the switch, but... Anyway, J- Jeremy, do you want to talk about recent news now that I already started? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just keep on rolling. Do you want me to keep going? <laughs> so let's go over the final roster. I don't know if you have it pulled up or anything. Yeah, I got it. Okay. So what are your just right off the bat looking at it, expectations? Who do you think's going to be on the roster? Who's going to play a role? Let's just, let's, I don't know. Let's be broad and go from there. What do you mean by who do you think is going to be on the roster? Yeah, like does, do, you, is it set for sure right now? Because there's other training camp guys, right? No, this, yeah, these guys are all signed. Key, well, Kiefer Sykes is probably a Mad Ant, right? Yeah, he's a Mad Ant. Terry Taylor's Mad Ant. Uh, as we said, Cassius Stanley is likely gone, and Jakar is gone. So uh, he go. is gone. Yeah, I heard some Jakar to the Lakers rumors because <laughs> there's everyone to the Lakers rumors always, right? But, and 
let's see. Okay, so obviously the starting lineup, I'm assuming you're going to agree with me. Brogdon, Levert, right? Mm -hmm. TJ Warren, Sabonis, Miles Turner. Yeah. Do you feel good about that coming into this season? Yes. As always, I wish they would stagger Turner and Sabonis, but you know they're not going to. Well, we don't know they're not going to. It's a new guy in there. Yeah. So maybe he will. Who loves Miles Turner. Yeah. And who saw Demonis Sabonis being born. Yes, true. Expel expel from the birthing canal. Don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) So we also signed Torrey Craig, who's going to play a role. TJ McConnell got a big deal. You got to follow the money when you're looking at who's going to play oftentimes. And TJ McConnell's obviously going to get a lot of playing time with that kind of money. Mm-hmm. We have Jeremy, or Justin Holiday coming off the bench. Edmund Sumner, is there still a spot for him? Yeah. Even, even with I, Duarte coming in. I think it's safe to assume that for most of these guys, the role is going to be similar to last year. It's going to change a little bit, but it'll be similar. Uh, Edmund Sumner, um, I think he'll get about as much run as he did last season. Which like eleventh man. Yeah, it's gonna. Di- you'll be disappointed by that. Obviously, <laughs> you're the, his biggest fan. Uh, O'Shea Brissett is probably going to see his role diminished, which is fine. Like he he proved himself last year for sure, but with all the guys ahead of him on the depth chart, like I don't see him. He's not going to get the same menace load as he was at the end of the season. A lot of people are going to hate me saying this too right now. But O'Shea Brissett could be a trade sweetener, too, when That's it true. comes to moving some guys to get some other. And I do, I do in. hate you for saying that, because <laughs> I really like O'Shea. You do love O'Shea Brissett. I just think with him being the eleventh or twelfth man right now, potentially. Well, I mean, we'll see. I, we don't know where he is on this roster or what right. he's looking like in training camp right now, because there is a chance he could move into the top eight on this team for sure, talent wise. But I mean, doesn't he just seem like a trade sweetener right now with that ten point five million contract from Jeremy Lamb? Like, just packaging it together, going out to get a different guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You're only moving the uh, the numbers by less than $2 million there, so... Yeah, but to take Jeremy Lamb, you'd have to get some good young guys. True. Well, well O'Shea Brissett might be 25, I wouldn't. I wouldn't characterize it as someone taking Jeremy Lamb. That's, Jeremy Lamb is a guy teams are going to want to trade it's for. Not a, it's an expiring contract. To, yeah, it's not a, bad, not a bad deal at all. Yeah, exactly. Um... Do you expect Isaiah Jackson to get some run this year? I was about to say it'll be interesting to see the minute split between Goga and Isaiah Jackson because I think they will have to fight for some of those backup center minutes. Nice fight, Goga. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll that'll be something interesting to watch as the season progresses. But I, he'll start out for sure beneath Goga in the depth chart. I'm I'm assuming. Let me let me ask a couple questions too. Will Goga be a pacer at the by the end of the 21-22 season? So by the end of this season, yes. will, this, will he still be a pacer? Yes. Uh, well, I guess I should say by the trade deadline, will he still be a pacer? Okay, that's a better question because he uh, it's a team option on his next year. So if he doesn't play well, he won't be a yeah. pacer. But uh, yeah, I, I can I think so. You think he will be a pacer yeah. past the trade deadline? Do you think Jeremy Lamb will be a pacer tra- past the trade deadline? Uh, I would almost guarantee that he's not. Okay. I'm, I'm very sure that that's the trade the Pacers are going to make. I think he's ready to move on as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I mean, he can contribute to a, a good team for sure. Do you think Chris Duarte will be a starter by the end of the season? Uh, someone would have to get injured. Okay. Maybe multiple someone. There, there's no shot or well, traded. Well, with the Pacers, that probably means yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he will start games, yeah. 
but will he be our like if they're making trades that end up with chris duarte starting then they've made a bad trade well what if they just really like duarte so they trade malcolm brogdon yeah i don't think he would he because we're not putting tj mcconnell as a starting point they would at first they're not gonna i I don't think they'll throw out rookie chris duarte (laughs) just to start the season or what if karis levert demands a trade that's a that's Chris Duarte's spot, right? Yeah, that'd be crazy. Justin Holiday may end up starting, but it's going to be Duarte by the end of the season. But yeah, I mean, all the scenarios you're throwing out here are like weird things happening. So I think under normal circumstances, he will not be starting at the end of the season. Okay, and will Tory Craig play a role for the pace or a uh, consistent role for the Pacers for this entire season, or could you see him like? If we make the playoffs, I hate saying if because it's always when we make the playoffs, but if we make the playoffs, is Torrey Craig one of those guys that plays in games for us? Yeah, he will be. Um, obviously, in the playoffs, I think the guys you're going to be dropping out of the lineup are like TJ McConnell, uh, Goga, Isaiah, Edmund, Keelan, if he's on the team, O'Shea. Like Those guys aren't going to be seen any minutes. What I will all. say is that's a lot of money to pay TJ McConnell to have him not playing in the playoffs. Well, if he, if he still can't shoot threes, he's not going to be playing in the playoffs. I don't know. He looks like a three-point shooter to me when he, I watch him play. He looked better a lot at towards the end of the last season. He was at least attempting him, and he's going to have to make him if he wants to play in the playoffs. Because we saw two years ago, he there was no way they were going to be able to play him. Yes. So TJ McConnell last year shot thirty-one point three percent from three. I'm just happy he's shooting. <laughs> I don't care about his percentage. He was just actually taking them. He which shot is, 0. .7 per game, which is career high, right? I don't know. Let's see. That's a great question. Um, no, rookie year one point one, then point seven, point eight. Okay, you then. gotta you gotta look at totals for this because I'm sure he his minutes were different. His minutes were his second year. He played more minutes per game than this past season for Indy. Hmm. I don't know. Yes, totals. Um, he attempted forty eight this past season for the Pacers, which is wildly low, way lower than I would have thought. Rookie year shot 89, then 55, then 62, and then 48 this season. I mean, there are two years in between that where it was yeah. less. Well, he only shot 17 for the Pacers the year before. And that's the big thing is he shot 30 more, which is still not a lot, but like he's got to be taken to a game if he wants to play in the playoffs, at least to a game. Okay. There you go. That's a that's – a, that's a, you better do this from man. me. I, man, I, a I new think segment, will. A new segment I'm pitching right now. Jeremy says you better do this. <laughs> okay, let's talk about potential Jeremy Lamb trade targets now. Okay. I have a list. Oh, let me hear it. Okay. Because so, I haven't thought about who would actually trade for him. Yes, and I don't have the numbers, so I don't know how all of these trades will work out, Jeremy, but I got the names. Okay. So you tell me when you're ready. I'm ready. Are you ready? I've been ready. All right. So first of all, we've already talked about him today, Terrence Ross. So that's that's the secret J. Michael move. He's he's down there talking in his ear like there's a trade out there for you. You just got to ask for this it. This is strictly J. Michael related. Is he going to Orlando to make <laughs> this move happen? The move that we've all been waiting for for years and years and years. For because years? Terrence Ross is really good against the Pacers. Is there is there a chance we move Jeremy Lamb for Terrence Ross? I would say no. Yeah, I don't actually know the numbers either. I'm trying to look it up, how much he's getting paid or what his contract is. Here, let's see. So, current contract. So, he's $13.5 million a year for the next three years. Oh, so you know what? That would... Actually, it goes down. It's 13.5, 12.5, 11.5. Uh, 
I take that back. This upcoming season is 12.5, then 11.5. So the, the O'Shea Brissett sweetener would have to happen to make the contracts line up. Probably. Or maybe they have to throw something in because Jeremy Lamb shot better from three. Yeah, I'm... Let's see. I, I actually don't know. The, I mean, this trade's not happening, so... <laughs> but Jeremy, could it happen? Uh, so no. actually, three-point percentage last year, Terrence Ross shot 34% compared to Jeremy Lamb's 41%. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd rather just keep Jeremy Lamb. I think I would, too, <laughs> that at that scenario. point. Yeah. So, okay. 0 for 1 for me. Uh, Otto Porter. Again, I, th- I think I'd rather just keep Jeremy Lamb, but... Okay. I don't know. James Ennis. A one-time Orlando player. It's like getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> Each name you've said is a downgrade. <laughs> oh, it gets better. Okay. Malik Monk. Nah. Is he even on a team anymore? Yeah, he just got signed somewhere. I don't I don't remember where though. Okay. He Yeah, where did he go? Oh, he's on the Lakers. Yeah, that's right. Yes. He is one of the twenty five or lower guys. One of the two twenty five or younger yeah, players. He's one of the and co when people say LeBron and co. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Devontae Graham already got traded, so that that'd be dumb. Yeah. Cam Reddish? I think that this is the one that makes the most sense. Uh, it's the, the my favorite one you've said so far. So, yeah, I'd be okay with that. Because I think we could do a Jeremy Lamb O'Shea Brissett for Devontae, or I mean for Cam Reddish, possibly? possibly? Uh, I don't think we'd be the team giving up two players. Oh. you yeah. Would you rather have – yeah, I think you're right because they're trying to offload Cam Reddish, huh? Yeah. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if they are or not, but – Okay, just stick with me here. Um, Cam Reddish, John Collins, Jeremy Lamb, Goga. Yeah, I think that's a fair trade. I and think that is – yeah, I think maybe leaning towards us a little they, bit. They might have to throw in Trey Young to even that out, actually. I, <laughs> what if What if just a trade like that happens one time? Man, that'd just be crazy. That'd be that'd just be crazy. That'd just be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I wrote Josh Jackson down. I, I rescind that. Good. Um, and Luke Kennard. No. A legend against the Pacers. Gosh, no. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. 44% from three. Great. Jeremy Lamb's 41. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's not that big of a Luke, leap. Luke Kennard kind of just fits the archetype for Indiana players, too. Okay, r- racist. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here with This Luke. isn't my choice. <laughs> I'm just saying we didn't draft a TJ Leaf kind of player this year. <laughs> Is there a move waiting to happen? No, look, the progress we made in not drafting a TJ Leaf type player can't be undone by trading for Luke Kennard. There's always next year too, by the way. Let's not let's not say that we've completely right, stepped right. away from drafting TJ Leaf type players. Who, you know, was actually a pretty good college guy, but we should have known better. We should have known better. Right. OG Ananobu is on the board. We're gonna oh, talk about this forever. You know what? Luca Garza has TJ Leaf potential. Oh. And he was he was a much better college player. Well, he like, was a second rounder, so I mean that's also true. But I, I feel like he he could be heading into that territory right now if he makes the team. I mean, I I kind of like what uh, Luca Garza looked like in the G League. I kind of have high <laughs> hopes for him. G League is just like college plus. It's yeah, <laughs> and he was dominant in college. Yeah. So yeah, you might be right. So okay, and then what about like is Jeremy Grant on the move this year? Uh, I would imagine no. I don't know if we could even get him. He's making probably 20-something million. Yeah, I think he's like 18, maybe. 
Okay, what about I got some more names. I ended but up with, just, Jer- with Jeremy. Yeah, the contract we'd have to give up too much for him. I think Jeremy Grant would be a great fit, he, man. Yeah, but I I don't know. I don't I don't like I don't want to give up too much. You know, he'd have to be a six man probably too, right? Yeah, or TJ would, Warren moves to the four, maybe. Yeah, he wouldn't be starting. No, I don't. Well, maybe he would. TJ Warren's a four, and we bring Sabonis off the bench. No, you can't bring Sabonis. It has to be Turner. No, nah, yeah, it's not going to happen. So, okay, Jeremy, what about Kevin Love? Is there oh, any possibility no. for Kevin get, Love on the Pacers? Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think who else is even like Harrison Barnes from the Kings might be on the move, but he's making a lot of money. Yeah, he's making too much. Yeah, I don't know. I. Draymond Green's probably not leaving. Yeah, I don't want him either. When the Bulls start the season ten and twenty, is Zach Levine on the move? <laughs> uh, I don't think Zach Levine would be the guy they trade. That's probably a generous uh, record too for them. It might even be worse than ten and twenty. Well, we'll see if if Lonzo fits there. They have a good little team going. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Okay, and then finally, one last one. I don't know what we'd have to throw in to make this happen. It'd probably have to be a Brogdon, Jeremy Lamb, and then some young guys. CJ McCollum. Man, they're giving up a lot there. <laughs> um, I mean, I'd like I to guess that depends, like, if they're really liking Chris Duarte. Then yeah, I guess that's the only way. I think it, it feels like he might be tied up in a Ben Simmons trade in some way go in the future. So I don't know if he'll even be available. Like, having him would be nice. I, it's just, trying to figure out how the contracts there would work and what we'd have to give up, though, is the only thing that gives me some pause about it but it would be nice to have him on the team oh like puppy paws yeah (laughs) were you about to make a puppy sound i didn't glad you didn't i was thinking i was trying to decide what to do and i had too many options and i just went with none of them okay yeah i was wondering how your eyes moved that fast in all directions wow you must have been really thinking uh i yeah i don't i would like the cj mccollum move because obviously he's a great player I will add, though, I know he, there's a lot of rumors with him and Ben Simmons. CJ McCollum's been in trades for four or five years. Very well, Miles Turner-esque. I, at this point where I just I don't think he's ever going to get traded. No, I'm, I'm not even saying if he's the one that gets traded. If they trade Lillard for Ben Simmons, they'll need CJ McCollum oh. to be the guy there still to be able to hit, be a knockdown shooter beside Ben Simmons. I mean, think of all those mid-range jumpers that team's going to take. <laughs> Yeah. Well, if Ben Simmons starts taking mid-range jumpers. Right. <laughs> I don't really think of CJ McCollum as a shooter. I think of him as a mid-range scorer. I guess that's I mean, shooting, but... I guess the scorer is a better... Yeah. Uh, they'll need another guy alongside him He just still. seems like a weird player in today's NBA, but it works. Yeah, it does work. I don't know. But those well, are all the names I have. You bring up a good point, too. Like, do you want to bring in another guy who's a mid-range guy onto the Pacers? Because you're gonna have like seven of them if you add CJ McCollum. Are you asking me if I want to, or are you asking me if the Pacers would? Uh, both. No. Well, if it's CJ McCollum, yes. And for the Pacers, of course. <laughs> Why would you not want more mid-range scores? It just makes sense. Those, okay, but those are all the names I have. I mean, there's some other superstars that we could talk about, but we'll we'll wait for Austin to come up with some trades for us here in the future. Yeah. Well, the secret's out now. That's what he's doing. He's been locked up in a room. <laughs> Coming up with trades, <laughs> yeah, for for a month. Yeah, we'll let him out when we feel he's done an adequate job. Right, and you all know his track record, not great. <laughs> Let's just be honest here, not great with the trades. <laughs> and we can say this openly because we already know that he downloads the episode, but he doesn't listen. Right. Well, after he produces it without listening, yeah, <laughs> he then downloads and doesn't listen. Yes, 
And really, I mean, I, I don't know if I can say this enough. That's all we ask for. Right. Just produce. Everyone come produce our podcast. Just do one episode. I don't know why I said episode so weird. Web, I thought you said webisode. Episode. Said episode. Okay. Or a webisode. Just if everyone that listens does one each, yeah. we'll be set for a long time. Yeah. With the same audio or? Well, if they can figure out how it works. Oh, I, well, based on downloads, we should weekly, we should be set for 2000 episodes just based on the amount of downloads we get every week. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So thank you everyone in advance for coming here and helping us out. Yes. Very kind of you. We appreciate it. But also what we really just expect is for you to download. (laughs) You don't have to listen. We love that you listen. Yeah. But hey, man, we're just trying to get those downloads. So shout out Austin. We know you're not listening, but we know you downloaded. We appreciate you. Uh, do you have anything else here? Uh, did I text you anything else? Because I, I think that's our rundown. Well, NBA catch-up. Any big things happening in the NBA that you just love uh, or you want to talk about? Nothing crazy. since uh, Not since last week. I'm sure you all covered some stuff last who, week. Who are your picks to win uh, the championship this year? I mean, if they're healthy, it's got to be the Nets. Lakers? Nah, I don't think so. No shot? No, I'm, I'm I'm not someone who's like super high on Anthony Davis. So especially if he gets hurt in the playoffs like he does every year, that's <laughs> gonna end their run for him again. Would you trade? Well, they have Westbrook now, so it's a no. But before they got Westbrook, I said they need to trade Anthony Davis for Damian Lillard ASAP. And I think the fact that they wouldn't do that is crazy to me. Yeah, I, they wouldn't trade. Taylor Horton Tucker for that's true. Kyle for Lowry, J- James Harden, and, oh yeah, and for, or for James Harden. So, like, th- they do some weird stuff over there. They made some that move, especially not trading Horton Tucker was shocking and very stupid. Yes, and he didn't even play in the playoffs, really. Right. Well, I, they didn't make the playoffs. The, no, they did. They, they did. did. Yeah, they did. They, they, they lost. lost that's right. They were the seven seed. They lost to the Suns. Okay, so here's the odds for the 2022 championship. Jeremy, you give me like what you think are good bets. Okay. Or have you thought about, have you looked at this at all? I haven't at all, so this will so be So this new. is based on FanDuel if you want to pull it up. New for as me. Well. So right now the Nets are plus 230. Lakers okay. plus 400. Bucks reigning champions plus 850. Then the next best odds are Warriors plus 1300. Let's see. We scroll down. The Bulls have plus 7,000. The Pacers have plus 11,000. That's a good bet right there. That might be a good bet. Think <laughs> if you're Look, if the Pacers are going into the no, playoffs. That, that's as, a Jack Brown special. Throw 10 cents at that. And, there yeah, walk, dude, I'm, let, let's see. So if I put 10 cents on this and they win the championship, that's 11 bucks. That's, what if, like, they enter the playoffs as the four seed? Could I cash out? Or, like, let's say it's midway through the season. If they, they went around – you could cash out like two, three bucks easy. Yeah. Is that worth it? Probably. <laughs> Probably. We, we don't condone gambling, obviously. If you don't live in a state where it's legal. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, get out there and gamble. If you're going to gamble, just do a nickel or a dime at a time like I do. It's well, just for fun. I'll tell you what. The NFL starting up. NFL is where, where I make my money oh, <laughs> with gambling. Well, I'm going to so. talk to you about that then because uh, I don't make my money on any sport. We are done with small bets for a while. <laughs> You know what? So actually, I lost a lot of the money that I'd saved up in my gambling account. Uh, my wife and I and our kid, we went to a baseball, a Reds game the other day. Mm-hmm. Great seats, man. Like we had the diamond, I can't even, the diamond club. We're right behind home plate. It was amazing. They, we had a buffet before the game too. Nice. Like, it was free. It was all inclusive. It was amazing. Anyway, 
we go there. I lose all my bets, of course, mm-hmm. but Rio put bets down and we ended up making we put $25 in total on the game. We ended up making another $26 based on her bets. So netted $1? No, uh we walked away with $51. Oh, nice. Yeah, so she had some good bets. I actually did bet on my favorite player Joey Votto to hit a home run and he did, which helped out a lot, mm-hmm. but most of my bets missed. She hit all of hers. Right, so there you go. Maybe I just need to start listening to you and Rio. Yeah, I mean Give me a couple weeks. And I usually start around week three. You know, you get a couple weeks of watching in so you know, get the vibe. Yeah. And then you're good to go. Do you do future bets at all for the NFL? I don't love doing futures at all. Oh, okay. So I've been circling it. So you don't, you know, Breezy, like it. Breezy's big on using free bets on futures. So I might start doing that. Okay. I, I don't nice ever do get it. free bets. I don't even know how you guys do that, man. That's, <laughs> that must be nice. Uh, did you all talk about the schedule? When did the schedule release? Was that this week? I don't know, man. Did you talk about it? If it was out? I, I don't think we did. I'm pretty sure it was just released. Well, uh, five national TV games, four of which are on NBA TV. <laughs> uh, one against the Heat is on TNT. So at least we got the one TNT game, which is nice. But It's crazy. Yeah. The disrespect. Yeah, what, what are you going to do? I mean, we, to be fair, we missed the playoffs. <laughs> so you're not – unless – you're a team that just signed Zion. You're not getting on national TV all the time yeah. if you're not a playoff team. So, yeah. hey, but make the playoffs, win a couple rounds, we're on TV more. So like, need, we'll get easy. 11 national TV games. Yeah, at year, least. Maybe which, even 12. And nine of them would be NBA TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As it always is. The max is, what, 50% of the games? Uh, is there a max? I think there's a max. Because so, the Lakers have 41 or 43. It's huh. So I think it maybe it's a little more than half. Because if it was... It, so if it was, like, unlimited, the Lakers would have 82 every Yeah, year. that's true. You know? So, I mean, it they do that so other teams can have a chance to get national TV games. But we don't always get to see that, you know? It doesn't yeah. always work out for everybody. But uh, opening night, which is Tuesday, October 19th, we got Nets, Bucks, and then... Warriors Lakers so so that should be a really fun night of basketball. The whole the whole opening week is just double headers. Really fun games. You check out the schedule if you want to see more. And then obviously the real fun day, Christmas Day. For some reason, and I don't know why. Well, I do know why, but I hate it. They put Hawks Knicks on Christmas as the first game. What a waste of a game <laughs> on Christmas. That's so stupid. You're not high on the Hawks or Knicks this year, huh? No, I mean, they're fine. They they got there cuz they the ratings for their playoff series were probably super high, but it's just, it's annoying because the series wasn't even good. (laughs) Yeah. The people just got hyped because it was the Knicks, (laughs) but then you also got Celtics bucks, warriors, Suns, which will be super fun. Nets, Lakers, which will be great. And then closing with, uh, Mavs and jazz. So real fun Christmas day schedule. Yeah. Have you got a chance to look at the Pacer schedule? See anything that sticks out to you? I'm just going to start out. At Brooklyn, Friday, October 29th, Karis LeVert goes back to Brooklyn. Yep. That's exciting. I skipped over the Milwaukee one. I don't even remember where Torrey Craig finished the season at. He's on the Suns. Okay, he finished he, with the Suns. He okay. got hurt. It was part of the reason they struggled uh, against the Bucks because he went down, I think, in game two. That's right. I, in my head, I was picturing him on the Bucks still, but he got traded midway. So, never mind. But, I mean, it looks like a tough kind of start to the schedule. We'll just go over, like, a few of the first games, mm-hmm. but... At Charlotte, at Washington, versus Miami, versus Milwaukee, at Toronto, at Brooklyn. So not easy. Yeah, I think the f- the first like eighteen games is like the most difficult stretch the Pacers have. So if they get through that, looking good, because um, lots of away games in that stretch against really good teams. Yeah. 
So if they get through that looking good, they should be set for the season. And I skipped right over it to at Washington, the second game of the season. Aaron Holiday gets to play the Pacers. True. So that, that should be fine. His first career game against the Pacers. Yes, which will be wild. And Justin Holiday will be there hopefully still for the Pacers. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see what kind of moves we make. But, yeah, we'll, we'll I don't know. Uh, have you watched the Mouse at the Palace documentary? Yes, we talked about it last week as well. Nice. Crazy. Yeah. I walked away there feeling so sorry for Jermaine O'Neal and loving him even mm-hmm. more. Terrible situation. If you all haven't watched it, you you really should do yourself a favor and check it out. It's only an hour. Yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, they really cover well so much in that hour. Reggie talks a lot of it mm-hmm. too, which is just great. He's a great narrator basically for it. Yeah. And, I mean, look, if you're watching a show where Jermaine O'Neal, Steven Jackson, and Ron Artest are doing most of the talking, then it's going to be great. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, it was, it was good. You loved it? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Well, anything else, Jack? No, I think that pretty much wraps it up. All right. Hey, please go check us out on Instagram at all.pacers or on Twitter at all underscore pacers. We love having you all there, and we'll see you next week. Peace out. Sabonis brought it to him.